Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Meditation Matters. I'm your host, Nayo Shao, and I'm excited to come to you guys. This is season two of Meditation Matters. Super exciting stuff. And what better way to start off season two in 2019, the new year, with the topic of eliminating our limiting beliefs. Ah, man, it's been a journey, but a very worthwhile journey of healing. So from season one, we started talking about understanding the healing path, the self-healing path, and really just kind of really starting to scratch the surface of what that means and different things that we can do to help manage stress or develop new habits kind of like a mind hacking approach in that right matter of fact i recently just started reading a book about mind hacking so i'll be talking about that later on as i continue to read further um but to get back to what i have in store for today pretty excited awesome it's like six in the morning right now so (laughs) i'm really excited (laughs) Okay, anyway, so to start off today's topic, I want to go ahead by defining what exactly do I mean by limiting belief. I don't know if you guys have heard of this before, but um, I'm not going to lie. I recently just came across this term as of the turn of the new year and had to do some interesting work with myself after taking all this time to research it. But first, I want to go ahead and define it. And after all of this research I've done and just trying to understand and unpack it, I have created kind of like a composite definition of it. So here it is. Essentially starting with the understanding of what a belief is, right? So you and I, we each have various beliefs and it's essentially the lens and how you and I, each two different individuals, view the world. So I'm going to just use the you here. And so essentially the beliefs that you have influence your perception and how you define what is good, what is bad, what is true and real and possible. So this basically inherently means that what your beliefs are can indeed be completely different from mine. And if my beliefs are my truth and your beliefs are your truth, then we have two completely different truths. And so the question being, what really is the truth? What really is real? What really is the good or bad perspective here? Because we all have different beliefs. So that's just an interesting tidbit I wanted to throw in there because, wow. <laughs> but anyway, so, so pushing forward, right? So this is really to understand that you are unique and how you view this world and that your perspective is not always the perspective of somebody else and it may not always be the right perspective or the wrong perspective it's just your perspective okay and um, the reality is that beliefs can skew your perspective in either a negative or a positive light so here we're on the physical plane and so we're operating in a dual state the dual state being love hate good, bad, positive, negative. So the beliefs that you have here can really influence your experience in either a positive or negative way. And the negative belief typically is coined as a limiting perspective or, as we are talking about here, a limiting belief. 
And you can have a limiting belief towards yourself saying, I can't do this, or I'm not able to do this. Or you can have a limiting belief for others, like all people are liars, or you know, all people are bad, or everything is bad, right? Or you can have a limiting belief about a place, or the world as a whole. So, or even a limiting belief about otherworldly elements, right? So, the moral is just to understand that the beliefs that we hold can either be limiting or limitless. And that's the basis of it. I'll say it again, the beliefs that we hold being the perspectives that we hold as we go throughout life can either be limiting or limitless. All right, cool. So um, one thing that I found very interesting from my research were the amount of statements that were saying that limiting beliefs can and will hold you back as long as you allow it to. So again, we're coming back to this concept of choice. This concept of you are in control of what you allow and don't allow to happen. You are in control of your belief system, of your perspectives, of what you think is real and not real. You create your reality. And the more and more I say this and I come across this topic of the fact that we create our own individual reality is mind boggling, but it makes so much sense. I will continue forward. And actually, matter of fact, I do have a quote. I love quotes, if you guys haven't noticed already. I have a quote from Matt James, and he's the president of the Empowerment Partnership. And he says, your limiting decisions are hiding out in the areas where you're producing results that you don't want. That's all I got to say is. All right, great. So I'm going to tap into the next concept of. So where exactly can these limiting beliefs come from? Like, okay, we've defined them, but where did I get them from? Because some of these, like, I feel like I've had them forever. Something is something that you might be saying, right? So one, limiting beliefs are typically housed within our subconscious. And a lot of the times, they may have stemmed from our childhood, a childhood event, or a childhood belief system that was placed on us okay so usually between the ages of zero and six years old we're looking to our parents our guardians or whoever our caretakers were to learn and to understand this world and how to behave in it right so we are very much so sponges at that age as you can imagine where we're looking to our parents for different behaviors like we trend we at that time we tend to mimic what they do and if you have a kid yourself you may see your kid beginning to mimic you and whatever it is that you do so it's putting that into perspective legitimately kids are sponges and even now as adults we are a sponge to a certain degree but not so much because we have these belief structures around us that are influence us and influencing our perspective of the world with kids they have a very broad outreaching perspective they anything is valid at that point and eventually as time goes on beliefs and perspectives and whatever it may be are drilled into the kid to the point where they become more of like a solid foundation or fortress around their entire existence so essentially as we are absorbing those belief systems as children from our caretakers um, we are either taking on beliefs that are good so again, back to this dual state, good being like, don't lie, don't cheat, don't kill, 
or we're taking on belief systems that are more limiting that can result in being detrimental for us and that can become very lodged in our subconscious mind and body and with time as we grow older they gradually begin to express themselves in various ways and so what's interesting is if we take the understanding of if we go back to our own childhood right you may think of different ways in which you perhaps were looking for signs of approval maybe you were looking for signs that you were doing the right thing or that you were noticed and heard by your caretakers or whoever you were around that you were loved and appreciated in some way that you had some sort of touch um, that you were supported or that you belonged in the family setting or whatever setting group setting that you were growing up in and so what's interesting is that all of these things that I just mentioned may be things that perhaps we are desiring now in our adulthood and maybe we're not getting it or maybe we are and perhaps in some fashion even we acquired perhaps a generational belief system that hinders our sense of belongingness or enables it maybe we came from a background that really supported us and really made us feel like we were loved and belonged so what that may do is create a belief system within you that you were loved you belonged and that you belong in this world and that you have some sort of purpose here that you're here to do something that there's someone here for you or if you flip the script perhaps you didn't grow up in that environment where you felt like you belonged or that you were loved that you appreciated so that you may start going through life with a belief system or a fortress to help you no longer feel whatever that feeling is that you didn't belong or that you weren't meant to be here that you didn't have a purpose okay so what's interesting and I want to come back to this general belief system is that a lot of the things perhaps what we were taught as children our parents could have been taught as children and their parents as children and their parents as children so a lot of the times what we are experiencing and going through is in fact a general belief pattern and system and as I mentioned beliefs don't have to they can be good or bad they could be limiting or limitless and so it's really just kind of up to how your life situation panned out right but note it's still it's never too late to change your situation and to really just get to the next level and to really change your life around to get rid of your limiting beliefs and to really morph and transmute into the life that you know deep down that you deserve so how exactly can they impact our life because i've been mentioning this right like they can do this they can do that right so but i want to break it down a little bit more so What's important to understand is that in this life, we can spend all of our time thinking positive thoughts, speaking positive affirmations, and hoping that things will work out. But if on a deep subconscious level where our belief systems are typically housed, there is some type of limiting belief and what I also like to call roadblocks, the manifestation of these desires will be next to none or simply none at all. I really want that to sit in. You can spend all the time in the world envisioning a very powerful life, but if you in some level don't believe that you can actually attain that life of love, joy, peace, 
success, wealth, health, happiness, whatever it may be, you will not get it. It's like a, it's like two different forces, just too much friction. It can't happen, right? So you really got to dig deep in yourself. And that's when I really come back to this concept of vulnerability, rawness, realness with yourself to the point that you can really begin to unpack these thoughts, these feelings, and get to the next level. First thing I want to note before I dive deeper into this is that you are not your beliefs. What? (laughs) I know this might sound very weird, right? You're like, well, wait a minute. You just said that my beliefs are what are my perspective or what I think is real, what I think is my truth. That's exactly what they are, what you think is your truth. But the reality is that you are not your beliefs. So it may sound weird because you've gone through shaping your whole life. But the reality is like whatever you believe, typically your inner self will reflect that. But that is not who you really are. So it's funny because you may say, well, this feels so real. How is it possible for, for these beliefs not to be a part of me, not to be a part of my identification? The things that we have learned in this human form are exactly that. They are part of this human form. Remember, I may have mentioned before that we are divine spirit beings that are in a very human fleshly form. I call it the flesh sack, this body. and we are having a human experience as spirit beings this is truth now this is definitely my truth as it is my belief but when I say this truth out loud I have no resistance within my body could it be that I have convinced myself of this truth possibly but everything that goes on in this world and in this lifetime I truly believe that we are spirit beings, even in our daily conversation. You know, if you're religious, we talk about the spirit, we talk about the soul. Or in our daily, or in our conversation, we talk about spirits, we talk about the soul. So we know on some level that we are in fact spirit beings having a human experience. And a lot of the belief systems that we're packing on are a part of the human experience, but not part of our divine true self. So whatever beliefs you have acquired, whether or not it be childhood or later, do not always equate to your true divine truth. I'll say it again. Your beliefs that you have acquired here in this human form do not always equate to your true divine truth. The reality is that we have a mission, a true nature, a purpose, and a gift to share. So when you place yourself in the whole of I am unlovable, or I am unreliable, or I don't deserve X, Y, Z. You will be all of those things that, in truth, are not your divine truth and are not what you truly want to be, nor what you are. So you are consciously placing roadblocks within yourself and on your own path. Man, talk about a self-inflicting pain on a continuous basis. I mean, that's really what it is. And so the reality is that how can they impact our lives? As I mentioned earlier, they are limitations. 
things that we can't attain, things that we end up imparting on our true future and present experience because of all of these limitations that we have. I mean, if we want to be limitless, we have to be limitless. We have to believe that we are limitless because the reality is that we are limitless. If we are spirit divine beings, we are truly limitless. There are no limitations here. And that is our truth. That is our reality. But we do live on this plane where we are constantly trying to level with the spirit and the physical and the and the material. I'm not gonna say physical. I want the spirit and the, and the fit in the material realms. Okay, and it can be hard. This realm is very dense and heavy, right? So we're really trying to grapple with these belief systems and understand them. And the reality of the situation is that it is okay to have beliefs and to have perspectives. But know that you are not your belief and that there is a truer divine truth beneath them. And if your belief is that you are limitless, that you are aligning more with your true nature, and you can give yourself the opportunity to explore different belief patterns, different belief system, others that are more aligned with a more positive and uplifting life path that allow you to actually go forth and to actually acquire the things that you may want. Maybe you may have a business idea you've been really hesitant to start because it's risky to start a business. It is risky to start a business and be an entrepreneur, but that's fine. It's okay. Do not allow yourself to be afraid of any possible risk that may come from it or to even be afraid to ask for help. That is so important. You can have a belief system that can be limiting or limitless. That's it. And really, at the end of the day, it's all about focus, where you place your attention, where the greatest weight of your attention is placed. I've said it a couple of different ways, okay? So, and what you are identifying with, these are the belief systems. So if you are identifying with being unlovable, unlovable, excuse me. So if you're using the I am statement, you are attaching an identity to what is at the end of that I am statement, right? So it is imperative to use the power of affirmations and I am statements to undo limiting beliefs okay if you continue to place your focus on your weaknesses or say feelings of worthlessness the reality is that you will not reach your goals or desires you remain in a cycle of negativity and non-attainment and honestly your ego your ego will continue to reign over you and those energies of hate those energies of worthlessness, that energy of sadness will continue to rule your life. And that is the reality. I want to go ahead and use myself as an example. Because let me tell you something. I may be talking about this, but I have not been the all hell saint, right? I mean, like I'm a human too. I've been trying to figure this life out myself. And again, this is why I started this podcast. Because I really wanted to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to talk about my experience and I want to let y'all know that, yeah, you know, I'm coming across all these different topics, which has been immensely and powerfully healing for me. And I hope for you as well. I'm still learning and I'm still unpacking. And matter of fact, as I just told you, I just came across this understanding of limiting beliefs. And once I did, I began to make very 
intentional efforts to unpack them on a very subconscious level. So here's what I did. And I'll talk about these steps in a little bit as I talk about kind of like my experience with them. But first, I recently did a session and recent as in like, say a week and a half, two weeks ago, I did a session to identify, accept, and release my own limiting belief, beliefs are so plural, that existed not only on a subconscious level, but also on a conscious level. And what was interesting is actually at the turn of the new year, so right before, I think it was about December 29th, I was on a meditation retreat with my homie, shout out to Taryn, and um, we did a self-hypnosis. We were using a guided meditation on YouTube for self-hypnosis in order to do a past life regression. I'll talk about that later. But what was interesting is that as the the narrator was taking us on this, you know, self-inducing hypnosis experience, I reached a block. I was very deep in my meditation. Oh, very, very deep. But I reached a block. And I realized that the block I was reaching was on a subconscious level. I was very afraid. It was a block of fear. It was a limiting belief that I couldn't actually do hypnosis. And so once I figured that out, I began to become very curious about this block and any other types of roadblocks or limiting beliefs that I housed within my subconscious mind. So that's when I began to look up this concept of limitations and then found myself on this path of limiting belief. So throughout all of January, I've just been like limiting belief this, limiting belief that. What are they? What exactly? Can we actually get rid of them? And a funny thing is I came across an, um, a speaker. His name is Brendan. Don't know his last name, but he's pretty renowned. He's a, he's a coach, like a life coach that works with all different types of people. And he said something that I really don't agree with at all. He said that we really can't get rid of our limiting beliefs. And you know, I don't really agree with that. I don't agree that we can't get rid of them. I actually think that we can. The difference here is what I'm going back to is how we identify with that belief. If we identify with that sense of worthlessness, with that sense of, un, of not being lovable, if we identify with the limiting belief that we're always stressed out, that we're always this, then yeah, okay, we can put our focus to you know being less stressed, to being more lovable. But I, I personally just feel like we're, ah, that's just, it just doesn't make sense to me, right? Like it's even what I mentioned earlier. You can have all these, you know, purposeful desires, but if you still have some sort of limiting belief, will you really get there? Will you really attain that? I mean, there is a difference between attaining success throughout your life and occurring different thoughts and feelings of like maybe a possible doubt or a possible worry but it's about how you handle that and if your belief no matter what is that you are limitless and that you can attain this then when something like a doubt or something uncomfortable comes to be it won't be the end-all be-all it it won't necessarily repeat itself and begin to reflect itself very heavily throughout your life you'll be able to kind of look at that emotion from a very objective point of view and go through the process of releasing it so that you can continue forward so anyway i got off track but during this process right so i'm like ah these are going through identifying and accepting and releasing my own limiting beliefs i found them to be in the categories of love and relationships entrepreneurism and financial success 
and I don't want to dive too deeply into each topic because I really could but that would extend this topic I can I could do that at a later date um but the reality is that I realized that this concept of limiting beliefs or roadblocks are just another layer of old negative and unserving energy that I 100% had to completely peel off and heal with loving energy. So another self-love journey here. The process to completely open myself and to be honest with myself on a very deep and subconscious level was not easy but 100% necessary. I mean, when I say that it wasn't easy, it was painful. A lot of tears, a lot of feelings of wanting to be alone and take solitude, anger, old feelings welling up from past relationships, fears that I had about my ability to stay focused and consistent on side businesses, or even my ability to actually attract, attain, and be responsible over any type of financial success, right? So the life that I have right now is a result of my fears, beliefs, and actions that I've had in the past. Every decision that you make right now in the present moment will in fact impact the future. So that's why it is of utmost importance that we understand and be present right here and right now and center ourselves every moment that we can to send ourselves loving energy to convince ourselves that we are everything and more that we are limitless and we can truly attain everything that we set our minds to it's about focus people focus all right, so here's the big question of the day, right? So I've spent about 28 minutes of your time talking about all of this, but I want to go ahead and talk about steps for to actually heal, okay? So how can we step back and really begin to unpack these limiting beliefs that we have either placed on ourselves or have acquired from someone else during our upbringing? Some of these success suggestions I've taken from different research that I've done and also different uh, YouTube videos I've watched or just different documentaries or whatever it may be and also just me sitting and meditating on the topic and doing my own release tactic here and so a few questions that I want to preface that I thought were quite interesting and I got these questions from Matt James he was featured on the Psychology Today blog which is a pretty renowned um, venue for different topics on psychology and the human experience overall and he uses the questions of what are the results you've produced in the various areas of your life? So with a piece of paper and pen, I think it would be great if you would like to practice this. Write down the results you've produced in the areas of your life. Next question. Where are your results not in alignment with what you really want to be, do, or have? And the third question that you can on your own time take to unpack and explore and be very, again, be very real, vulnerable, and honest with yourself. What area of your life have you really tried to improve, but no matter what, things just didn't get better? These questions realign 
with what I mentioned earlier. You can have all these great and positive intentions, all these affirmations, all this visualization, and still get nothing because the limiting beliefs are still trapped, lodged within your subconscious mind and body that do not allow you to get to where you're trying to go. It all matters, okay? One, as I've said before, especially in the Power of Unability episode, it is very, very important to take the time to identify your pains, your struggles, your weaknesses, and your limiting beliefs. But it's also important to look at them from a more objective point of view. And the reason why I mention this, the objectivity of this, is this allows you to remove yourself from that belief so that you can begin to unpack it and understand it, accept it, and remove it from yourself, okay? So first, first thing I want to do that I recommend, step one, write down your limiting belief or beliefs. Why? Why do you want to write this down? It's in your face, right there, smack dab. You have no choice but to face yourself on that piece of paper. And what else would be important to do is to take a couple of minutes to just also write down whatever emotions that are evoked from this, any other thoughts that are that are elicited from you writing down that limiting belief. Let it flow. Just let it go. Okay. Now what I want you to do is begin to look at these thoughts and emotions. So after about, take about two minutes I would recommend about two minutes to really allow yourself to feel all of these emotions and these thoughts that are associated with that limiting belief or beliefs. So for step one, write the limiting belief down or beliefs down on a piece of paper. Why do this? So that you see them right in front of your face, smack dab. You have no choice but to confront them right here and right now. And the next thing I want you to do is begin to allow yourself to feel them. Feel the emotions and or and or thoughts that are evoked and elicited by this limiting belief that you've written down. And just write all of that down. Write those emotions down. Take about two or three minutes max to do this. Okay? Just let it flow. Allow it to come. It's okay. It's okay. Just allow it to come. Step two. Acknowledge that these beliefs are in fact only just beliefs and not your truth. Ah, we're getting into the detachment. So what exactly does this mean? Like I mentioned earlier, you are not your beliefs, no matter how real they may feel. You're not your beliefs, no matter how real they may feel. So it is imperative for you to detach yourself from them. Be objective. Okay, so now you've had the chance to write them down and be super subjective and feel everything about it. Now I want you to try objectivity and begin to distance yourself. And we're going to use some visualization here for the visual learners. I mean, you could also use a piece of paper that you're writing on. You can make a little stick figure or if you're great at drawing, you can draw yourself. (laughs) And then you can draw a circle. And in that circle houses all of those limiting beliefs. Okay. And now what I want you to do is whether or not in your drawing or your visualization or in your writing, begin to visualize that circle away from you. It is no longer a part of you. So maybe you can start with that belief, that circle around that person, 
that you've drawn or that you're visualizing and then you're visualizing it away from you completely separate it's maybe it's coming out of your nose maybe you farted it out maybe you're just i don't maybe it's just oozing out of all the pores possible Uh, just allow it to flow out okay just allow it to be separate from yourself detach from it Be, be very intentional at this step okay Um, and essentially keep pushing it out keep allowing it to flow and release outward until it is outside of your energy field outside of your aura Okay. next thing continue to detach yourself and now I want you to release that limiting belief with gratitude what does that mean? you're like what you mean gratitude? this belief has pained me these emotions have pained me. I know, I know, it's fine. I had to understand this too. What I mean by gratitude, the reality is that the limiting beliefs that you housed or may, that you once housed may have served some sort of purpose or tried to teach your past self something. Maybe tried to protect you, to be that fortress, that wall, to keep you guarded from experiencing pain or frustration or whatever it may be. And that's okay. Simply thank your limiting beliefs for doing what they did once before. Now the reality though is that where you're headed now, your limiting beliefs have no room. They're not needed. They no longer serve you. They're no longer getting you to where you truly desire to be. And so they no longer identify with you, okay? So that's the importance of detaching from it. And so now you're ready to release it. And it is important to release it with love and gratitude and allow it to send it away. Send it back to source energy. Send it to the realm of infinite possibilities. Send it to the earth's core. Send it to God. Send it to the cosmos. Send it away from you. But with love and gratitude and acceptance. When you are allowing yourself to send it away with love energy, it truly goes. It releases. And that is what is of utmost importance here. And where is it going? To wherever you sent it to, it is going to be transmuted into loving energy or any type of other source energy that is the utmost serving for you and for everyone here on this earth. So you're releasing all that negativity and you're transmuting it and releasing it back to the ether, back to the world, back to source energy, back to whatever, so that it can be transformed to serve a higher good. And now you are transforming yourself to be of higher goodness, to serve yourself and to serve your goals and everything else. Okay, great. So now we've done some visualization and we've done some gratefulness. So now that you've taken the time to allow it to flow away from you and to go back to source energy, you can try on a new belief. You have a new vacancy in you, right? (laughs) So let's fill that vacancy with something loving, with a belief system that is truly supportive of your new path, okay? And you can say something like, the difficulties I've had Maybe, let's say, you've had some issues forming positive and long-lasting and loving relationships with others, right? 
So you can say, the difficulties I've had with forming positive relationships in the past has taught me that I need to trust more in others and myself and allow them to enter into my life. That I make the intention and I truly believe that I am attracting loving and caring people into my life. And I also believe that I am loving and caring myself. That's a new belief. It's a brand new belief. And if your intention is say, to build, as I mentioned, loving relationships with other people that are truly lasting. Start there. Release that limiting belief that perhaps everyone is a liar and that perhaps no one cares. Release that. You have a new vacancy. Take on the new belief that you are loving, that you are worthy, and that you are attracting loving and caring people to build lasting and loving relationships. Step five. Ah, great. Now we are allowing, we are allowing the new vibrations to flow throughout our being, okay? We're allowing them to just vibrate, and we're feeling this vibration maybe. Oh man, it's like a little new little motor going on, right? (laughs) All right, so step five, now that we've taken on a new belief to fill that vacancy, right? We're going to take on a different and a new action. What do I mean by this? We are going to act as if these new beliefs that we have taken on are true. As I mentioned before, we talked about what a belief is. They can be both either negative or positive. We are going to allow these beliefs to be our new reality, our new truth. Okay? So allow your thoughts and emotions to flow to what these newfound and positive beliefs invoke. So you know, you, you, you see how we did that with the negative, right? We're going to do with the positive, okay? Take even the smallest action to help solidify your new unlimiting decision to be a limitless life. Know that it is okay that if each step does not look perfect as you're going through this process, but just know that every single step, every single action that you're taking to really solidify this new belief within you matters allow yourself to acknowledge the efforts you're taking to be happy to smile to trust more and to be maybe a bit more riskier for that new business idea that you have or for that new person that you want to go up to and talk to or for that new place that you want to move and live or for that new vacation that you're thinking about trying on or for that band you want to try out for or for that new hobby you want to pick up whatever it may be or for confronting whatever other beliefs that may be limiting you just believe that you can do these things allow them to be your new reality allow them to be your new truth and feel this energy fill your aura fill your whole life and to transform your life purpose okay we want to allow these positive feelings emotions and vibrations to fill our being and to make and to just transform us transmute us shoot i just finished watching full metal alchemist and finally i know it's an anime and you know they do alchemy this whole time and they're writing transmutation circles all over the place and so just how they were transmuting 
you know, lead into gold or, you know, rocks and stuff into missiles or whatever. I don't know. Just they were transmitting everyday objects into different things. They were fixing things. They were healing people. They were doing all types of amazing things with these transmutation circles and also not so amazing things. But allow this newfound belief that serves you to transmute you into that loving, deserving, worthy person that deep down you've always known that you are on a very divine level and also a material level here on this physical plane. Okay, I know, I got excited to have that conversation with you guys to go through those steps. It gets pretty fun, honestly. And honestly, these are the steps that, there's steps I just went through, I did them myself. And it was a very energetic experience. Know that everything is energy, everyone. Don't be afraid of that energy. Allow that negative energy to leave and bring on in that positive energy. And just know that you can keep doing this. Just keep doing it. Keep focusing. Putting the greatest weight of your focus on the limitless, on the new love, and on the new positive that you've brought into your life. Okay, so to close out today's episode, it's been a great one. I really appreciated doing this. The reality is that now that we've done this, and I want you to really take your time on your own. You can always re-listen at a later date. Take your time to do this on your own to go through these steps. So I, I really want you to take your time with all the steps that I've talked about in today's episode from steps one to five. Okay, just... So really take your, your time to really allow yourself to really release and know that doing this can and will change your life. Be grateful for this process. Have gratitude that you released your beliefs, those old limiting beliefs. Have gratitude for them. Gratitude for releasing them. Gratitude in yourself. Pat yourself on the back, matter of fact. Pat yourself on the back for doing that hard work. It matters. You matter. And what you've done to help you continue on your path towards greatness, towards love, towards being that amazing person, doing those amazing things, it all matters. And you can do it just like how I can do it. And I'm still living in those actions that have replaced my old living beliefs and are now filling me with the new ones. I'm still living it, and I want you guys to live it too. Remember that it's all up to you to live the life that you've always deserved. And I want to end with this quote by Evelyn Waugh. She's a writer. She says, when we argue for our limitations, we get to keep them. Crazy, right? You choose. Evolve or repeat. That's all I gotta say. Ah, we've reached the end. Thank you so much. I would like to invite my lovely listeners, you all, to send me a message, to email me, um, to find me on social media. I have an Instagram, which is at meditation.matters, or on Facebook, at meditation.matters as well. And um, I 
would love to hear from you guys. I would even love to feature you guys on a coming episode. Any messages that you may have or any questions, um, I would love to have a Q&A at the end of my next episode and any future episodes. Be sure to check out all of the other, my first season, so all of the other episodes that I've created. Check them out. They're awesome. And um, also stay tuned for the next episode that will be dropping February 13th. That will be a Wednesday. Okay, guys? Leave a review. Leave a rating. And always, let's continue to learn, share, and grow together. Love you guys so much and namaste.